0: Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Tuesday, November 17th, 2020. Stand up for your country. Now, I am so busy, I'm delirious. I'm not whining. It's good that you're busy, I think. I think it's good for the um, mental acuity. It's good for economics when you're busy, but boy, oh boy. And, um, you know, I'm not an internet guy. He knows I'm a kind of Luddite guy. I don't really understand or care about all this cyberspace stuff, but we are now, I believe, uh, the most successful internet news service in the world. In the world. And it's just been stunning for me to watch this whole thing just go boom, and it's thanks to you, of course. you guys weren't watching, we wouldn't be so successful. And you now we have millions of people sampling BillO'Reilly.com on the first TV on and on and on and on. But anyway, comes with that a uh, tremendous amount of stuff that I have to do. And, uh, you know, I'm up at 630 in the morning and by 1030, I go, I need a nap. And I took one today. So now I'm sharp. And here we go. Let's go over the state of the legal challenges by the Trump administration to the election outcome. The most important one and the only one that could stall the inauguration of Joe Biden is in Pennsylvania, where the Trump administration has filed um, with the Pennsylvania Commonwealth Court. All right. They want to stay of the vote until. The ballots filed after Election Day, November 9th, November 3rd, I should say, um, after Election Day, are thrown out. Now, that's not likely to happen in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, so it'll be appealed up into the Supreme Court. I don't know if the court's going to take it or not. depends on the wording, because the Trump administration basically said, look, the authorities in Pennsylvania illegally violated their own law. And you, the federal government, are going to have to stop it. OK, so that is in play. And that's really, in my opinion, humble opinion, the only one that could put the brakes on. There's another lawsuit in the Commonwealth of uh, Pennsylvania, in Allegheny and Philadelphia, Allegheny County, uh, that uh, observers were not allowed to watch the vote count. And I think that's true in some cases. But does it rise? No. And again, in my opinion, this is all my opinion. Now, in Michigan, um, where the vote is a little bit more, see, it's about 45,000 in Pennsylvania, it's about 150,000 in Michigan, uh, the Trump administration is suing Wayne County, saying they, they violated all kinds of laws, um, and the status is pending. The suit is in um, the U.S. District Court, so it's higher than the suit in Pennsylvania. Now, the problem with all of this is if the Supreme Court ultimately decides to put a stay on the election, there'll be violence in this country. You know there will be. All right. So what we see in Portland, what we've seen in Seattle, Minneapolis, Kenosha, Wisconsin, you can see it everywhere. Big violence. So the court knows that. And authorities know that. And therefore, that is a factor in these rulings. Maybe it shouldn't be. Certainly the Constitution does not say, well, if you're afraid there's going to be violence, you shouldn't rule the proper way. The Constitution does not say that. The law is the law. But it better be pretty darn big. and Because you got to take into account the psychology of the Supreme Court justices. Now, three of them are never going to vote to stop the election. Those are the liberal justices. But the other six could. I don't believe Roberts would. So that's four that won't. Uh, And I don't know about Amy Coney Barrett. I mean, she's never been tested. So all of this is speculation. But what isn't speculation is that the two lawsuits that are very serious, one in Michigan and one in Pennsylvania, are winding their way up. Now, as you know, in early December, the states will certify the vote. Once that happens, that's it. Once the certification happens, the feds are not going to intervene. So we have about three weeks. We, I mean the United States of America. So that's where we are. But the violence factor is real. It's real. And... It's terrible. It depresses me to think about it, that we could live in a country where violence can affect what's right. But I think if the Trump administration comes up with something massive, um, and the only thing that could really be that is if the Georgia recount vote tomorrow night, midnight Wednesday, Flips it to Donald Trump. Then we have a not whole new ball game, but extra innings. You are listening to a free excerpt from BillO'Reilly.com's No Spin News broadcast, where you can actually see me. We'll be right back after this message. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. 877-444-GOLD or tax GOLD to 65532. Now, my dilemma is uh, how to cover Joe Biden. So I told you I'm going to give him a chance because I'm Catholic and I'm supposed to do that. And I'm going to do it. I'm supposed to, if people ask for a chance, and Biden did, you're supposed to give him a chance. And I will. But I don't know how to cover this man. I don't know how to cover him. I just don't know. Um, because I know he's not saying stuff from the heart. He's saying what's written and handed to him. You know, at least Trump, when he said something, it was you knew it was Trump. I don't know who's writing this stuff for Biden. Anyway, I had a press conference yesterday, another uh, soft, cupcake press conference. Nobody asked him anything tough. Hunter didn't come up. Um, and here's a soundbite I picked. Go. There's so much we can do. The only way we do any of this is if we work together. I know we can do this. For example, on the call, I made it clear to the corporate leaders. I said, I want you to know I'm a union guy. Unions are going to have increased power. They just nodded. They understand. It's not anti-business. It's about economic growth, creating good-paying jobs. All right, let's see. Let's see if you can create good-paying jobs as President Trump did. All right, the stats will be there. Now, I'm a union guy too. I've been in a union for 40 years. The Screen Actors Guild, after. All right, and my unions help me in pensions and things like that. But my union is radical left. It's a radical left union, and. It was crazy. All right. My pal, Matthew Modine, the actor, he ran and I voted for him and I was hoping he would win the presidency of SAG. Ronald Reagan was president of the Screen Actors Guild. OK, but now my union is crazy left. And the thing that bothers me about that is they don't fight the cancel culture. They don't fight that after doesn't do that. Yeah, they get your pension. They have a good health plan. And I'm glad I'm in the union for that. But if I get hosed in a workplace, they're not going to help me. Roll the spot. and We'll be right back. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day. And we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Gun control. A new Gallup poll, another Gallup poll. Okay, a 1,000 adults. In general, do you feel the laws covering the sale of firearms should be made more strict, less strict, or kept as they are? More strict, 57%, less strict, kept as they are. Forty three percent. All right. Now, that's down 10 points, the more strict from 2018. And the reason is that people are arming themselves because they don't trust the governments, state, local or federal. Professor UCLA wants reparations for Latinx, the Latinx identity. I'm trying to be politically correct here. I don't want to get anybody mad at me. All right, so this is Laura Gomez. So Latinx identity, if you identify that way, you need reparations from the federal government. Everybody's a victim, by the way, except Caucasians. Everybody is a victim of white privilege, white supremacy. So this is UCLA law professor Laura Gomez. University of Denver in Colorado, their nickname is Pioneer. Nuts came in said, pioneer is a racist term that references genocide of Native Americans. I wrote the book on Native Americans, Killing Crazy Horse. Pioneers is not a racist word. So what did the University of Denver do? They said, we're keeping pioneers. Yes! Chancellor Jeremy Hafner said, hey, we're emphasizing the positive associations of the word pioneers. Good for you, Jeremy. Why don't you write Jeremy a, a note and say, well, way to go. All right. Finally, when he stands up, we are not going to have a final thought because we had so much to tell you about. Um, but I want you to have a great Tuesday evening. We will see you on Wednesday. Please visit the Bill O'Reilly.com store.